boys and girls, it's your boy Tony coming at you live with another episode. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it again. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be reviewing The Boys Season 3. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta say, I was really, really hyped about, um, about the third season when I heard about it. I mean, not heard about it, but like, when I finally heard that they had a, um... A release date finally set in mind. It was it was great. It was great because like I remember, I think it was when we reviewed I think the first or second season of the boys. Oh, uh, we were I was talking and I was like, yeah, I wonder when the third season will come out. Maybe sometime in uh, sometime in late twenty twenty one. You know, maybe like for Christmas twenty twenty one or some shit like that. Boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, is a it's a very very um. Big mistake, but yeah, no, they finally released the third season, and I gotta tell you, dude, ten episodes per season just isn't enough, man. They have to, they have to release like, like a whole twenty, twenty episodes worth, dude. Like, why can't we just go back to that? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so it's um, it's that time, is that time of the year? Is that time of the season? But before we get into today's episode, ladies and gents, thank you guys so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up, spread the word, and most of all, follow us on any social uh, platforms that you may be listening us on to, like YouTube or Spotify. Also, please follow us on our Instagram at timeout underscore with underscore Tony podcast. You may be wondering, when is a Twitter coming? Well, I don't know. It, it's going to be a while before I um, get the courage to make a Twitter, but yeah, no. Um, you know, follow us on our platforms, you know, so you guys can keep up with all the latest episodes, new episodes every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting off track, so let's just, you know, go straight into the episode. Without further ado, ladies and gents, sit back, relax, and crack open a beer, soda, and or water and enjoy because this is The Boys Season 3. Um, uh, I gotta say, this season, in terms of, like, graphic, graphic, like, details, they went a little bit, not overboard, but, you know, it was a good, it was, it was, it was freaking hilarious, especially the part where the dude went inside a guy's scrotum and shit, it was disgusting, but so hilarious at the same time, like, you have no idea. Anyways, yeah, ladies and gents, let's just straight into this for those of you that do not know the boys is an american superhero television series developed by eric Kripe for amazon prime video based on the comic book say of the same name by garth ennis and Derek robertson the show follows the eponymous team of vigilantes as they combat sorry as they combat Superpowered individuals who abuse their abilities. The series features an ensemble cast that includes Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, Aaron Mor uh, Moriarty, Dominique McElliott, Jesse T. Usher, Chase Crawford, Laz Alonso, Tomer Capone, Karen Fukuhara, and Nathan Mitchell. 
Originally intended to be a feature-length film, the comic book series adaptation began its development in 2008 with Adam McKay set to direct the film. The project was then abandoned due to creative differences between the crew, the studios, just everyone just had differences and this led the project to languish in development hell. The project was then revived in 2016 by Cinemax, which announced that it would be reworked as a TV series. Cry was recruited to be the showrunner for the series, while Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg would be the executive producers. Amazon Prime Video obtained the rights for the show in November of 2017, with production expected to start in spring of 2018. Filming for the show took place in Toronto. The show first premiered with its first season of eight episodes in July of 2019. The second season would go on to premiere in September of 2020, and the third season was released earlier this uh, earlier this year during June of 2022. Shortly before the release of the third season, the series was renewed for a fourth season, and as part of a shared universe, a spin-off web series titled Seven on Seven premiered in July of 2021 followed by an animated anthology series titled Diabolical in March of 2022, and a second live-action series titled Gen V was ordered in September of 2020. The series has received positive reviews and praise for its writing, storyline, humor, and performances of the cats. Nominated for six Emmy Awards, the film, sorry, the show almost won Outstanding Drama Series in 2021. All right. <clears throat> That would have been perfect. Finally, a superhero movie that, you know, wins an Emmy. I mean, a superhero show that wins an Emmy. Right, so, uh, The Boys is set in a universe where super-powered individuals called soups are recognized as heroes by the general public, and they work for a powerful corporation known as Vote International that, market, that markets and monetizes them. This, see, I'm telling you, bro, this show is so accurate when it comes to that, dude. Because, like, if there were superheroes, you're goddamn right that companies would try to monetize and market them. Anyways, um, right. So, uh, outside of their heroic personas, a lot of them are selfish, arrogant, and corrupt. And the series primarily focuses on two groups. The Seven, Bo's premier superhero team, and The Boys, a group of vigilantes looking to bring down Vote and its corrupt superheroes. The boys are led by Billy Butcher, sorry, Butcher, who despises all superheroes, and the seven are led by the egotistical and unstable Homelander. At the start of the series, the boys are joined by Huey Campbell after a superhero accidentally kills his girlfriend. How you may be asking, well, bro's just running around like Speedy Gonzalez, and he fucking ran right through her, bro. Like, bones were all over the place, her blood was all over the place, guts were all over the place. It was graphic. Anyways... Um, yeah, so, yeah, Huey Campbell, typically, his girlfriend gets killed. Meanwhile, on the 7, they're joined by Annie January, a young and hopeful heroine forced to face the truth about those that she admires. Other members of the 7 include the dissolution queen Me, the drug-addicted A-Train, weapons, sorry, the insecure Deep, and the mysterious Black Noir. The boys are rounded by technical planner Mother's Milk, or as everyone calls him, M.M., weapon specialist Frenchie, a superpower test subject by the name of Kimiko, and overseeing the Seven is Vo's uh, executive, Madeline Stilwell. However, she died at the beginning of the first season, sorry, at the end of the first season, and gets succeeded by publicist Ashley Barrett. Other superpowered individuals include Victoria Newman, a congresswoman that publicly opposes vote while secretly assisting the corporation, 
and Soldier Boy, full original premiere superhero. Alright, cool. Let's take a look at our characters. First up, you got Billy Butcher, leader of the boys and a former SAS operative that completely disrupts all suits. If you're big enough of a cunt, he will call you a cunt. Next up, Huey Campbell Jr., a civilian tech specialist that joins the boys after his girlfriend Robin gets killed by Adrian. He has a huge, huge love for Billy Joel. Next up, Homelander, leader of the seven and the strongest superhero in the world. Beneath his public image as a noble hero, he is an egotistical and megalomaniac. He has little care about the well-being of those around him, and he, it's, 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 he's a bro's a walking meme. He's a walking white Sigma male meme. Next up, you got Annie January, aka Starlight, a superhero with light-based powers and member of the Seven. One of the few soups sincere about helping and saving innocent people with her abilities. She, she questions her loyalty to the Seven after learning of their true character and being forced to suck on someone's cock. Anyways, next up, you got Maggie Shaw, aka Queen Mav, a parody of what I assume is Wonder Woman. She's a veteran of the Seven with super strength and durability. She once wanted to protect innocent lives like Starlight does, but she became disillusioned by the corruption of super society and suffers from burnout. Yes. Next up, Reggie Franklin, aka A Train, half Sam Wilson, half Flash. Not much more to say. Next up, the Deep, a member of the Seven that possesses the ability to communicate with aquatic life and breathe in the water. He's looked upon by other members of the Seven due to his status as the group's token aquatic hero. Whoa, the white guy being, whoa, the white guy being, being profiled? <laughs> Surely it can't be. Um, next up, you got you got you got Frenchie, as you can obviously, you know, assume he's a French member of the boys and an international arms traffic arms trafficker it's skilled in munitions ordnance infiltration and 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 and, and chemistry uh he seeks redemption for his past crimes by fighting against folks so sorry vote yeah next up kimiko Mi uh, miyashiro i think that's how you pronounce your name aka the female a mute member of the boys with super strength and regenerative healing who speaks through sign language Involuntarily injected with Compound V as part of Homelander's scheme to create superpower terrorists, she joins the boys after they rescue her. Next up, Black Noir, a silent member of the Seven that possesses superhuman strength and agility and conceals his physical appearance behind a dark costume. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it should get really crazy, especially in the third season. Anyways, that, now that we've kind of met our cast, oh wait, I forgot. Two more characters that play a huge, 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 um, huge role in the third season. Victoria Newman, aka Nadia. She is a congresswoman that publicly opposes vote and is on Huey's side. But secretly, she's a soup with her psychic that uses her psychic powers to assassinate the corporation's enemies on behalf of her adoptive father, Stan Edgar. Uh, last but not least, you got Ben, aka Soldier Boy, up in this. Oh, sorry. He's a legendary soup with superhuman strength and speed who was originally thought to be killed by Russians during the Cold War. Alright, cool. So, now that we've introduced all of our characters, let's get straight into the third season recap. So, for those of you that have yet to see the third season, spoiler alert, obviously. But other than that, 
season three opens up a year after the Stormfront um after the Stormfront scandal. The boys are now working as contractors for Victoria Newman's Bureau of Superhero Affairs to apprehend rogue soups with Hugh Kempfell as their liaison. Vogue CEO Stan Edgar appoints Annie January, who is now publicly dating Huey, as the co-captain of the Seven to repair Vogue's international reputation and unsuccessfully attempts to sell V24, a compound V variant that temporarily grants superpowers to U.S. Secretary of Defense Robert Singer. Queen Maeve secretly works with Billy Butcher and has him investigate Payback, a disbanded superhero team whose leader, Soldier Boy, mysteriously died in hopes of finding a weapon capable of killing Homelander. She gives Butcher several vials of V24, which he considers using. Huey then encounters a man named Tony, who claims to be Newman's best friend and calls her Nadia. Suspicious, Huey follows the pair into an alley where Tony urges her to tell her the truth about the Red River. She refuses and prompts Tony, this prompts Tony to retaliate before she kills him with her powers. Unaware of Huey's presence, shit was crazy, but like she looks at him and like bro's head just fucking blah! But shit was crazy. Anyways, the boys investigate Soldier Boy's death. Huey visits the Red River, an orphanage for superpowered children. He copies his records and learns that Newman is actually Edgar's adoptive daughter. Frenchie and Kimiko confront Soldier Boy's widow, Crimson, the Crimson Countess, at a vote theme park. She escapes and mistakenly kills an innocent bystander in the process. After learning of Newman's powers from Huey, Butcher takes a dose of the V24 variant and uses it to kill Soldier Boy's former sidekick, Gunpowder. Before dying, Gunpowder informs Butcher that Soldier Boy died in Nicaragua while on a CIA mission led by a Colonel Grace Mallory. Meanwhile, Mother's Milgree joins the boy, seeking to avenge his family's death at the hands of Soldier Boy. After learning that Stormfront, sorry, after learning that Stormfront committed suicide, Homelander melts down during his televised birthday celebration and goes on a spiteful rant where he suggests that he is the world's savior under persecution from Vogue executives his approval rating went through the roof among white sigma males after this rant and this subjected him to less scrutiny from the vote executives homelander now believing himself to be untouchable and threatening genocide pressures annie into reinstating the deep annie is forced to publicly pose as homelander's new lover fearing of the safe fearing for the safety of her ex-boyfriend alex aka supersonic she pleads with him not to join the seven However, he does so to support her. Mallory reveals that the boys, sorry, reveals to the boys that payback was deployed to assist the CIA against communists in Nicaragua during the Cold War. However, they were ambushed during an attack by Russian and Nicaraguan soldiers that left Black Noir mutilated and Soldier Boy missing in action. Supposedly killed by a Russian superweapon, Butcher is enraged at Mallory for not disclosing the weapon's existence earlier and lashes out at Ryan Butcher. You know, the little shit that, I'm sorry, the little kid that is apparently Homelander's um, sad excuse of a, of a, of a, of a illegitimate child. Sorry. I'm sorry, bro, but the kid's just fucking ugly. He then has Frenchie contact the latter's former boss, little Nina Namenko, to arrange transport to Russia. Butcher meets Nina and negotiates the boys' travel to Russia in exchange for assassinating one of Nina's targets. Upon learning of the V-24, Huey asks Butcher to let him use it. Butcher refuses, but lets Huey secretly, sorry, but Huey secretly takes a dose and uses it to kill one of the Russian soldiers that, were guarding, that was guarding the laboratory. 
Inside, sorry, that was guarding a secret laboratory. Inside, Butcher discovers a still-living soldier boy who releases an energy, um, an energy blast that renders Kimiko powerless and wounded before escaping. While escaping to stabilize Kimiko, Butcher theorizes that the Russians experimented on Soldier Boy, and during the press conference, sorry, press conference regarding Homelander's behavior, Newman betrays Edgar and accuses him of corruption. In return, Homelander provides Newman a sample of Compound V, which she then injects into her daughter, Zoe, and he recruits Maeve and Alex to help her face Homelander. Alex attempts to recruit A-Train after witnessing him being mistreated by Homelander and the Deep. However, Homelander confronts Annie with Alex's corpse, having him killed after learning of the planned coup from A-Train, and threatens to kill Huey unless Annie complies with his demands. Frenchie admits to Kimiko, sorry, <clears throat> he admits Kimiko to a hospital where she is overjoyed to find that she has lost her powers. Her and Frenchie bond and they share a kiss, however Frenchie gets kidnapped by Nina, and Huey reveals his V24 usage to a disappointed Annie. Maeve, Maeve tells, sorry, gives Butcher, Another batch of V24 before drinking and having sex with him. Because, well, why not? Rashili's later then captured by Noir and Homelander. Ashley Barrett is then named as Vo's CEO after Edgar's departure. A-Train tells fellow soup Blue Hawk to issue a public apology for excessive force against African Americans. However, Blue, Blue Hawk files into a violent rage during an event and wounds several bystanders, including... A-Train's brother. Upon his return to America, Soldier Boy inadvertently causes an explosion, alerting the boys, M.M., Huey, and Butcher then learn from the former Vo executive, the legend, that Soldier Boy is going after the Crimson Countess before finding and incapacitating her first. Soldier Boy arrives and kills the Countess as revenge for giving him up to the Russians. Butcher decides to partner with him and Huey goes along despite Annie's protest. The Deep and Homelander uncover security footage of Soldier Boy killing the Countess, leading to Noir cut, to cut out his tracking chip and disappear completely. Nina kidnaps Kimiko and Frenchie's former partner, uh, Cherry, and forces him to choose who to execute. Kimiko frees herself and kills Nina's henchman while Nina escapes. Newman then privately reveals her powers to Annie and proposes an alliance, but Annie declines. Butcher and Huey help Soldier Boy track down his former teammates in exchange for his help in killing Homelander. All parties then converge at the TNT Twins residence in Montiplier, where they are hosting the <laughs> the Hero Gasm, an annual superhero orgy. Yeah, that's right. You got dicks everywhere. You got tits everywhere. You got ass, guy ass, hairy buttholes. You name it. There's, it's probably there. The twins claim Noor also sold them out to the Russians. Soldier Boy accidentally releases another energy blast and destroys a building and kills the twins and a bunch of other guests that were fucking. Damn, that's a horrible way to wake up in hell. Uh, Soldier Boy and an empowered butcher and Huey join forces to fight Homelander who then escapes before Soldier Boy can nullify his powers. A-Train uses his powers to kill Blue Hawk but then collapses from a heart failure. A disillusioned Annie films a live stream announcing her departure from the Seven and publicly condemning Vogue, Soldier Boy, and Homelander. Hiding out in an abandoned uh, Buster Beaver's pizza restaurant, Noir gets visited by his imaginary friends, the pizzeria's franchise mascots, who reenact his abuse at Soldier Boy's hands and how he masterminded the ambush in Nicaragua to trade the, to trade the Russians on Edgar's behalf 
with the help of Payback, who also resented the abusive Soldier Boy. Meanwhile, in the present, Atrian has successfully been revived after receiving a heart transplant from Blue Hawk. Butcher and Huey and Soldier Boy seek payback from, sorry, seek payback member Mindstorm, who subdues Butcher and traps him in his memories of his abusive father and the suicide of his little brother, Lenny. Huey convinces Mindstorm to free Butcher in exchange for his freedom, but Soldier Boy kills Mindstorm shortly afterward. While retrieving Compound V for Kimiko at Vo, Annie discovers that V24 will kill users after 3 to 5 doses. Homelander confronts Annie regarding her livestream, but she records him confessing his crimes and posts it on social media. Frenchie then injects Compound V into Kimiko, healing her injuries and restoring her powers. Annie then informs Butcher of V24's uh, risks, but Butcher chooses to withhold this information from Huey because ah ah ah. Soldier Boy calls Homelander and reveals that he is dun 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 his biological father. Homelander finds and convinces Ryan to return to him. Unwilling to harm him further, Butcher abandons Huey, who meets with Anne to Annie to apologize. Maeve escapes Vogue's custody and meets with Huey, Annie, and MM. Homelander kills Noir for withholding no the knowledge of him being Soldier Boy's son. Butcher and Soldier Boy meet with the boys, Annie and Maeve, and trap all but Maeve in a safe room before leaving her with Soldier Boy to kill Homelander. Homelander begs Soldier Boy to accept him, but Soldier Boy attacks him. And when Ryan attempts to save Homelander, Soldier Boy attacks him too, causing Butcher, Maeve, and the arriving boys to fight him. Soldier Boy attempts to fire yet another blast, but Maeve tackles him out of the building while Homelander escapes with Ryan. In the aftermath, the public mourns Mai's apparent sacrifice, unaware that she is actually alive but depowered. Butcher remains in critical condition due to his usage of B24, and Annie fully joins the boys. Soldier Boy is in custody, and Newman campaigns for vice president after the Deep murders her predecessor. Homelander and Ryan attend a rally for the former, where Homelander murders a dissenter for attacking Ryan. Much the crowd's excitement, and that's where the whole the, the meme where Homelander's like laughing and he's like, "Oh, all right," and like the violin is playing. Yeah, that was the scene, and uh, yeah, that, that's how that's how the boy season three ended, folks. Whoa, that was a that was quite a story, folks. So the rating on a scale of one to ten, I have got to give the boys season three a. It's no doubt that we have to give a season like this a, a a perfect 10 for a good amount of reasons. And well, ladies and gentlemen, here is why. First and foremost, the direction the story takes the intense, the intensity, especially between Homelander and the boys. Um, Obviously, as you can see, it's just been this escalating rivalry between the two this um endless game if you will that has been building up throughout the series and in this season it just kind of takes a bit of a turn and in my opinion i'd say be turning in homeland's favor which will in my opinion make up for a very very interesting fourth season i'll tell you that um but yeah, no. A lot of the satire, the humor, 
in heat in this while it is a bit um what most people would say weird i'd call it very hilarious very creative if you will especially the scene at the beginning where the guy goes inside the dude's prostate and sneezes and like spreads the guy's guts all over the place um it's a uh, most people say it's weird, but me, me, that's that's hilarious, dude. That's great at comedy, um, especially because um, you know when um, when t- when confronted about that scene, the writers just kind of poked fun about the whole Ant Man going up Thanos' butthole back in um, 2019 when Avengers Endgame was out. So I really love that. Another thing I really loved was the increase of nudity. Um, while for most shows it may be disgusting and unnecessary, I find it very ne- I find it very funny. Um, uh, mostly because of the sin of like, it's not because it's like <laughs> it's nudity and what? No, no, um, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a kid, um. But just the way they use it, I find it very hilarious. The way they manage, they somehow just manage to sneak in nudity and like just a bunch of this, just a bunch of like inappropriate things into the show um, really makes me laugh. Another thing I really have to praise these guys for would probably be their, their, um, the acting. Especially from that are Jack Quaid, Anthony Starr, and um, Carl Urban. The three main characters of this show. Or the three main protagonists. The, the three main actors of this show. Sorry. Um, I'd say their performances were very... Um, they were interesting. Especially especially Huey's journey throughout the season. The performance and his journey. It was, a, uh, it was, it was very interesting to say the least. Um... I do. Um, I gotta say, um, Jack Quaid, his acting skills as a shocked teenager, never cease to amaze me. <laughs> like <laughs> that dude, that dude could pull off shock so well, and like, I don't know. I'm I'm going on. Anyways, um, yeah, no, their performances, I'd say they were really decent, especially Anthony Starr's, and um, just the way he um. Just the way he's able to switch, you know? Because, I mean, you've seen interviews with the guy. You've seen you've seen him outside of the boys. And you see him as a homelander, and it's like, whoa. You know? It's like the guy has a switch. And, um, you know, I fuck with that. I, fu- I fuck with actors that can just easily do that. It's really cool. But anyways, yeah. Um... Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy as a as a villain in general was very <clears throat> it was it was very fun to look at to say the least especially considering all the time that he's done on Supernatural playing a good guy and whatnot seeing him as a bad guy it was it was refreshing to say the least and um, he made up a hell of a villain he made for a hell of a villain sorry about that yeah he made it for a hell of a villain. And I gotta praise the guy for his performance. It was a decent performance. Other than that, um, VFX effects, you know, 
they do the thing. Um, I'm not exactly sure um, what exactly was going through the animator's mind, however, when they had to, you know, do all those shots of the prostate and whatnot. So, um, I'm very curious to see what goes on through these guys' mind. Anyways, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on The Boys Season 3. Let me know what you guys think. But other than that, um, let's take a look at the production and development. So the third season was announced as early as 2020, ahead of it, the second premiere. And at the after show um, that was hosted at the 2020 San Diego Comic-Con at home thingamajig, whatever, um, sorry, <clears throat> I messed that up. It was announced there. I messed up. Anyways, um, god damn, this audio is fucking crazy. I'm so sorry. My mixing board is off the fucking. <sighs> Let me tell you, my my mic. It, I recorded the first part of this episode like a long time ago, and um, and and. When it came to re- when it came to reviewing the 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 well the reviewing part, um, it was like I can't find my mic, <laughs> and eventually I found it, and it started working, but like it just it stopped, and I don't know, like I I, I kept connecting it on and off and on and off. I kept looking, but I just, it just didn't work. And then eventually I got frustrated and just got, got, got a different mic. And now my board is usually accustomed to, um, you know, certain mic. And if I'm using this one, I got to adjust it to those settings. And it's like a whole fucking process, which is just downright annoying. Anyways. Um, in October of 2020, it was also announced that the season's first episode would be titled Payback. The showrunner, Eric Kripp, also confirmed that the sixth episode of the season would be adapting the comic book miniseries Herogasm, which will be taking, which will be taking the same name and will focus on the, uh, on the super, uh, superhero orgy festivals, you know, for those of you sick bucks. Kripp also confirmed that Soldier Boy up in this hole will be, will be different from the comics, revealing that instead of being depicted as a superhero who has yearly sex with Homelander in an attempt to gain membership in the Seven, he will be portrayed as the Homelander before Homelander. He also revealed that Soldier Boy won't be innocent like he is in the comics. Instead, he will be portrayed as someone worse than Homelander. Actor Lance Alonso also revealed that this third, third season would be Three times bloodier than the previous season, revealing that they used about three and a half gallons of fake blood. Compared, that the previous season only used less than uh, less than a gallon of blood. In May of 2022, it was confirmed that the superhero team Payback would be making their live action debut on the season, with several superheroes being introduced on the show. New heroes aside from Soldier Boy will be the Crimson Countess, Swaro, TNT Twins, Gunpowder, and Mindstorm. All of which, well, <laughs> eh, never mind. I won't get into it. Anyways, um, 
Right, so where are we? Right, reception. On Rotten Tomatoes, the third season of uh, The Boys holds an approval rating of 98% based on 144 reviews with an average rating of 8.5 out of 10. The website's critical consensus reads, quote, managing to up the ante on what was already one of television's most audacious satires, The Boys' third season is basically visceral and wickedly smart. End quote. On Metacritic, the season has a weighted average score of 77 out of 100 based on 20 critics indicating generally favorable reviews. What? Tony, Tony, Tony's actually soft on this episode? Yes, yes, I am. I am praising the third season of The Boys, and if you have a problem with it, come and catch these hands. In terms of a season four of The Boys, I really don't know when to expect it. I'm... Knowing these guys and how long they took with the third season, maybe, well, to be fair, it was because of the COVID pandemic. They did have to push it back because of the COVID pandemic. I'd assume season three would have aired maybe sometime in summer of last year, but, you know, unfortunately, they weren't able to. So, with that being said, I'd say we could expect the boys season two maybe this time around next year. Yeah. That long, probably. Or maybe, if we're lucky enough, maybe summer of 2023. But in terms of, like, an actual range, I'd say anywhere. I'd say probably late 2023. No, ain't no fucking, yeah. Ain't ain't no, ain't no getting that next summer. They don't work like that anymore. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much sums up today's episode. Before you guys go, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep up the support, spread the word, and most of all, feel free to follow us on our Instagram, at timeout underscore with underscore Tony Podcast. New episodes every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, That pretty much sums it up for today's episode. Please follow us on whatever platform you are on. It really helps especially when it comes to gaining popularity and more um more more um more more listenership whatever it is anyways yeah that kind of stuff uh so you know please 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 you know spread the word tell everybody and follow us on whatever platform you are listening to us on other than that ladies and gentlemen that pretty much sums up today's episode thank you guys all so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week Thank you, and don't drink and drive. Okay, show's over. Please get out. Thank you.